Chapter 7, The Experienced Traveler. It's 5 a.m. I'm about ready to board a 30-minute commuter flight from Bellingham to Seattle. I'm sitting close to the gate answering emails as a line of people crowd together to get on the plane. Instead of joining them, I sit there and remain productive. When the gate agent announces the final boarding, I calmly get up, walk to the counter, having not wasted the 10 minutes that everybody else did standing in line. She scans my phone for my boarding pass, no paper, no fumbling to find my ticket, and I head for the plane, where the other passengers are already sitting down. As I enter the plane, the flight attendant greets me warmly, and I return the greeting with a smile. My assigned seat is 2B, a bulkhead seat with better leg room than most of the other seats on the plane. Still, I'm not satisfied. A man is sitting in the seat next to mine, so I quickly scan to see if there is a better one available. To my delight, 1A, an aisle seat at the front of the plane with almost six feet of leg room is open. Without missing a beat, I put my small backpack in the overhead compartment, sit down in the best seat on the plane. The flight attendant briefly explains the emergency exit seat guidelines to me, closes the doors, and the engines start. Being an experienced traveler got me 10 precious extra minutes of work, a more comfortable seat in the boarding area, the best seat on the airplane, and it got me onto the plane without having to fight the crowds of people boarding at the same time. Not a bad way to start the day, but it gets better. We landed in Seattle and everybody rushes to grab their bags from the overhead compartment. Again, I do the opposite of the crowd. I sit calmly in my seat and let everyone else exit the plane first. When the plane is completely empty, I look outside and see the others waiting in the cold wind and rain for the bags to be unloaded plane-side. They wait for about five minutes until the cart finally rolls up and everybody squeezes in to grab their bag. The whole time, I remain on the plane answering emails and being productive. When all the bags except mine are gone, it is time to get off the plane. As I stand up to leave, the flight attendant looks at me and says, You could always tell the experienced travelers. I smile warmly at her and thank her for the great service and friendly attitude. On my way out the door, I compliment the pilots on their great landing and walk down the steps, grab my bag, and head for the terminal. Once again, Thanks to my experience as a traveler, I gained 10 more minutes of productivity and only had to face about 30 seconds of exposure to the wind and rain. My lean travel principles are really paying off. I hate waste and I can see it everywhere. I love efficiency and productivity. I love the fact that the vast majority of my life goes smoothly. Every year, I receive thousands of emails from people all over the world saying how much their life has been transformed as a result of reading my books. They tell me stories of how their work is so much more enjoyable and how their home lives benefit from lean thinking and continuous improvement. I never tire of hearing these encouraging words, how people improve their lives without any outside help just because they learn to see waste and see things differently. A good friend of mine, Lauren Jones, says, once you see waste, you can't unsee it. As soon as you see all the waste that is robbing you of life's joy, 
you will be compelled to solve your problems and continuously improve everything. Yes, you can transform your life by simply fixing what bothers you. Someone else sent me an email that illustrates a point with even more clarity. Lean takes the stupid out of life. Think about it. Every day, each of us perform all kinds of processes that have a lot of stupid stuff and struggle in them. Lean travel takes the stupid out of travel and replaces it with pure joy and satisfaction. The satisfaction from today's trip began ahead of schedule. 24 hours before the flight took off, I got a notice from Emirates Airlines on my phone that I could check in. I immediately, of course, just in time, no batch work, no delay, I immediately went online and began the check-in process. As I went through the check-in, Emirates asked if I'd like to upgrade to business class for $1,000. Hell yes, I would! The flight was 14 and a half hours long, and a regular business class ticket cost more than $5,000, Fortunately, I knew from experience and careful observation that the airlines discount these business class seats right before the flight. I also knew that it was important to check in precisely 24 hours before the flight to get the best chance of purchasing one of these discounted seats. $1,000 was a small price to pay for such a big improvement. Being in business class allowed me to continually work the entire flight, which is invaluable to me because my time is so valuable. My time is valuable because I'm very productive, which makes people willing to pay me more than most people could ever dream of. Thus, my lean thinking not only makes me more productive, It makes me more valuable and allows me to experience some of the finer things in life. You can see why I say I don't like lean. I love lean. When I got off the commuter flight, I had not yet received a boarding pass for my next flight. So I went to the Emirates airline gate where the plane would be leaving in approximately two hours. There's no one there except one gate agent. I picked up my boarding pass, avoiding going outside the security to the normal check-in area, and asked the agent what time I should go back to the gate. He tells me the plane will be boarding at 8, and we will be in the air at 9, with the doors closing at 8.40. I double-checked to make sure if I arrived at 8.30, I would be sufficiently on time. He said, absolutely. So I pulled out my iPhone and tell Siri to set an alarm for 8.15. Siri replies that my alarm is set. With extra time now on my hands, I walk to the Alaskan Airlines boardroom, or the Alaska Lounge, to work quietly and eat breakfast. At the front desk, I hand the receptionist my lounge club card, tell her I do not need a receipt, which would only be adding waste to the process, and I head inside. For breakfast, I would like a latte, an apple, and two hard-boiled eggs. If it were my first visit to the boardroom, you might struggle to find these items because the automatic espresso and latte machine is downstairs and the apples and hard-boiled eggs are upstairs. This is where your lean travel skills will help you out. As I mentioned in Chapter 5, 
when you go somewhere new, it's best to get the lay of the land before you commit to a restaurant. This is true wherever you are, including airport lounges. So when you visit a lounge for the first time, Walk through the entire place to understand what is available. If there is more than one level, explore them all. If you don't, you might miss out on some important things. I can't tell you the number of times in the boardroom that people have asked me where I got the apple. And when I told them upstairs, they said they didn't even know there was an upstairs. I grab my free latte and walk towards the elevator. But the line is very long. Waiting is waste, and I will have no part of it. So I swing my backpack onto my back, pack up my suitcase, and walk up the stairs. The beauty of this is I'm getting more exercise and not sitting there unproductively waiting for the elevator to haul my fat, sloppy body to the second floor. I have turned the management of my health into a process. I am always looking for every opportunity to exercise and eat correctly even opportunities as small as a one-flight walk up the stairs. Every second is precious, and I try to always deliver value and improve the quality of my life. If you think I'm obsessive about improvement, consider this. Everywhere I go, people tell me they want my life. I tell them they can have it if they learn to see waste and think lean. When my friends ask me, Paul, how do you do it? The answer is really quite simple. I just learned from my experience. There's nothing magical about me or my knowledge. Once you figure out how to deliberately learn from your experiences, you no longer allow stupidity to become a common habit that hurts your success. In order to learn effectively, you have to understand a few tools, and the most important one of all is learning to see waste. This is the key to becoming a successful, experienced traveler. The one thing. Open your eyes. Waste is everywhere. Your wealth and the quality life you seek will be found by eliminating your waste. And for the record, I'm not talking about bio-waste, but it is as true in the bathroom as it is in life. <laughs>